0: All right. I had my wife watch Fortress.
1: Let's make a podcast. make make Let's make a podcast. Let's make a podcast. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Let's Make a Podcast with Muhammad T. Joma and friends. I am your host, Muhammad T. Joma, and this is our podcast which celebrates all things podcasts and also those great ideas that you have that you never follow through on. I'm joined by my friend, dare I I say best friend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can say that. I didn't know that I was in that good of graces with you that you would call me I guess
1: I need to show my love better. Thank you. My best friend, (laughs) David Marsh. David, how are you, buddy?
0: I'm doing great. Glad to be here.
1: Thank you so much for coming.
0: Thank you for having me and, and for calling me your best friend. <laughs> Heart, heartwarming.
1: Uh, you have come with an idea for a podcast that we are going yeah. to, I guess I should sort of lay out the premise of the show. You will uh, pitch me this podcast idea.
0: I guess for the first episode you should do that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you will pitch me this idea yeah. for a podcast and um, mm-hmm. we'll talk about it a little bit, sort of flesh it out, and we'll take a short break and we'll come back and we will record an episode mm-hmm. of that said podcast
0: okay okay so you want to hear it i do
1: i'm on the edge of my seat
0: okay so i was just trying to think what would be something that i would want to listen to that isn't important because i, I get tired of podcasts about important stuff And I agree. sometimes I-, I want to just Listen to something about something I enjoy, or yeah. that I had enjoyed in my some of, past. Some of something. the best
1: episodes of This American Life are the ones that are about some gas station, you know, on yeah. rural South Dakota. Yeah, and so rather than about Trump's immigration policies and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking, like, because I'm a movie guy, you know, I'm. Uh, w- it's
1: one of my favorite things to do is yeah. talk to you about movies. Yeah. Discuss movies with you.
0: And I was thinking of, like, what's a, what is an actor that you don't hear anybody ever talk about, you never hear anybody really talk about this actor in terms of what he does or or his filmography. And I was thinking of uh, Christopher Lambert. You say Christopher Lambert. I
1: I say Christopher Lambert. I don't know which is correct. I think I heard uh, a movie
0: trailer call him that one time, but I doubted whether or not it was correct.
1: (laughs) Well, that brings up uh, an interesting point. Where is Christopher Lambert from? (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of like the famous version of Tommy Wiseau. Oh,
0: that's an
1: interesting <laughs> claim. I was
0: actually thinking about this though, because, like, I feel like a lot of people would say that Christopher Lambert is a bad actor.
1: I would disagree with that. I, think I would he, disagree I think too. A, I, I actually love Christopher Lambert. I think he's a fantastic actor. Well, he's, well, for anybody
0: um, who doesn't really know who we're talking about, yes, he's. The star of the original Highlander. Yeah, that's probably, probably his mo- biggest, most famous for that. Most famous for Highlander, I think. Uh, yeah, well, I, that's ma- easy to say, right?
1: Yeah, maybe Raiden from Mortal Kombat for at least people of our our generation. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, he was yeah. Raiden, and he
1: was really fun as Raiden. Yeah, I liked him. I I um,
0: usually like him.
1: Yeah, I will say, and I think I always, and I think we've talked about this before, but I I always think that Highlander is. Uh, Underrated as a film in general. Like, I think people like it, but they think it's just like a fun movie. I think it's a fucking good movie. Like, it's a nice story. It's epic. (laughs) It's awesome. It's really well, like, shot. You know, there's some beautiful locations and stuff. And Christopher Lambert does a pretty damn good job in it.
0: Christopher Lambert stars in these movies, or at least he used to star in these movies that kids need to try and watch, even though their parents don't want them to watch it. Yeah, Like, they're the best kids' movies I've ever seen in my life.
1: Like the Sicilian? (laughs)
0: Like, well, not all of them. (laughs) Like the Sicilian, maybe a little bit later. That's one of those movies that, like, has good scenes in it and maybe could have been a good movie. Anyway, like Highlander and Fortress and Mean Guns. Yes. Those are like the best things me, for like an eleven us, yeah, or like, twelve uh, year old yeah, guy to like watch.
1: Young ma- I think I watched that movie when I was like seventeen, which was maybe a little too late.
0: I, I watched it I, when I, mean, I was I don't know, eleven or twelve on, on HBO.
1: Okay, well we'll discuss all of this once we get into the podcast. Yeah. But so Christopher Lambert as a do you think that this is a podcast idea that could uh, carry on for multiple episodes? I, mean, I don't think it could I think I mean, it could have to anybody be a besides, series podcast. Could anybody besides me and you talk about it? Could we get guests on well, we'd have to look. We'd have to do some searching. <laughs> <It> <laughs> we'd have would, to send out some feelers.
0: Be... <laughs> <laughs> but I I think it'd have to be a limited series podcast because eventually you you don't want a three-year podcast on Christopher Lambert. I mean,
1: you might not want that, but I think you I would, might. I think I would love
0: that. like that. I think you'd have to do, a, the way I envisioned it was a limited series podcast where you go through each film of his.
1: Ah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool.
0: Even the even the really not interesting bad ones. Yeah. Even those. Even those. Cuz we want to find
1: He did he's done a lot of movies though. A so lot. if it's a limited series which every episode covers a movie, that's like a 2-year series.
0: <laughs> yeah, if it's one episode a week.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's
0: We'd have to count it out.
1: And you were going to be covering some shitty movies.
0: But it would be kind of fun. It
1: would be fun. We,
0: you'd want to like find the good in I, this I, awful I mean, movie.
1: Yeah, I would, I would listen to that religiously.
0: Well, it, that would be the mission, is that yeah. you have his worst movies, like, like Point Men. Does that ring any bells?
1: No no bells, wrong. Exactly.
0: There's a movie called Point Man that he did. I would have to. My mission for that podcast would be to find the good in Point Man. In Point Man, yes, I love
1: this idea. Can I pitch you a title? Sure. There can be only one: colon the Christopher Lambert podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll adopt that right now. Or, or or just I kind of like just the Christopher (laughs) Lamb Christopher Lambert podcast. (laughs) For some reason, that tickles me that, that there would be a Christopher Lambert podcast. That's probably why I came up with this. I think, he, <laughs> I think
1: if uh, if he could, uh, if he if he had a podcast, I, that seems like it would be the most oh. interesting thing in the world. I hope he's a good <laughs> you know, podcaster. He, I mean, he's got the voice. He's got to have he's, good stories. If nothing else, he's got the most uh, endearing voice. I think.
0: Can you do a Christopher Lambert impression?
1: Uh, can I do a Christopher Lambert impression? Yes, he's got this. I I <laughs> <laughs> I know he laughs like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liu Kang, you will, <laughs> well, he what will the, learn. What accent is that? Do a bicycle kick. I have no idea. I think I think there's Asian? some.
0: I think there's some. I think he speaks French. I think that's his first oh,
1: language. No, he played Raiden, so okay.
0: It's interesting. I didn't do any research on this, <laughs> but. But I, that brings me to one of my points. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But right now, we're on the construction of the podcast. So right. each episode right. is, let's find the good in this movie. Let's will this movie into being better than it really is.
1: Do we? Do you start with his first movie? Do you go chronologically or um, alphabetically?
0: I think you go chronologically.
1: Ratings chronologically? Yeah. So the first episode would be, I can look this up. Okay. If you just fill some time.
0: Um. Yeah, I think uh, that you would go chronologically, and you could, if it was, because he's got some movies that I actually haven't seen that are probably his best movies. Really? Yeah, not from oh, this you know, country. He,
1: you know what he was in? Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know what he was in? I just dawned on me as I'm looking him up. He was in the uh, the first live-action Tarzan I ever saw. Greystoke. Greystoke, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The Legend of Tarzan. Yeah. Uh, was,
1: I remember really liking that movie. They I, that is voice. one I don't think I've seen really.
0: That's not his voice. That's because he speaks. Yeah, he, he speaks like this. Yeah. I'm Tarzan.
1: <laughs> so the perfect Tarzan. And voice. after you
0: see Christopher Lambert saying like, "There can be only one," like, and then you hear you watch Tarzan, which came out a few years before. It's like, wow, is uh,
1: so it, it does look like his first. Um, Dozen or so movies are French movies. And then his first American movie is Greystroke, The Legend of Tarzan, Lord of the Apes.
0: Do you see Subway on there?
1: Subway.
0: Click on Subway.
1: Okay. Look that, at who the director that is. That is the movie actually after Greystroke. Greystroke. And it is directed by Luc Basson. Luc <laughs> Basson. That's crazy. I have not
0: seen that movie.
1: I haven't it's, either. Not, it's
0: not like on video shelves. or We don't have video shelves anymore. But it's not on streaming <laughs> and stuff I like do. that. It's hard to get.
1: But Oops. I want to watch it. I know it's probably good. Um, 1985. Yeah. Just cut, cut this out of the podcast. Yeah. Spoiler alert: We're recording in my kitchen with my two dogs. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I, I think that. Um, yeah. So I think that we may have not seen the best work of Christopher Lambert.
1: Just okay. Well, if we're if we are going in chronological order, yeah. um, We are starting. With a movie called Chow Les Mix. Ciao, Les Mix. Miss, Miss. What, you speak French?
0: Uh, no, but I might be able to do a little bit better than you did. Okay. Where did it go?
1: <laughs> you don't know how to use IMDb, bro?
0: I don't know how to use your phone. <laughs> Let me
1: see. Uh,
0: do I know how to use IMDb?
1: <laughs> <or>? <laughs> it's this one on the bottom. Okay. You can click on it if you want if yeah, yeah, I can't do any better than you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we took the time to do that. Yeah. Um, so for the purpose of this podcast, should we choose a Christopher Lambert movie to discuss, or should we just?
0: Yeah, we we're not gonna. I, I wouldn't want to start on the like the chronological first one. Well, I just I give an example. neither of us have
1: seen it. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, because we haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, well,
1: let's let's save that reveal yeah. until we're uh, into the podcast. But I guess we'll pick one, and maybe we can branch off from that one and talk about a few others too. Because yeah. we're one only going to record and I have one both of these. Seen. Yes, that's probably important. But if we're only going to record one of these, I don't want to not talk about, you know, Mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat or highlight it. Like, I'm going to add some of that stuff in there. Yeah. But uh, I love the idea. I'm, I'm on board 100%. <laughs> if you want to do this full time, I would uh, produce the hell out of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're like the Canon
0: Films a podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're like Golan and Globus. Just like, what's your idea? Is it crazy? I'll give Is you money. Is crazy? I'll give you money. <laughs> um,
1: let's take a short break, um, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll dive right into it. Uh, We'll dive right into There Can Be Only One, the Christopher Lambert podcast. Christopher Lambert podcast. All right. The Christopher (laughs) (laughs) Lambert. All right. All right. We'll be right back, guys.
0: Okay. This is David Marsh, and here we are on the Christopher Lambert podcast or the Christopher Lambert podcast, however you prefer to say that. I have my own opinion that it's Christopher Lambert, because that's the way I've been saying it since I was 12 years old. Um, We're joined here today by Muhammad Joma, a fellow Christopher
1: Lambert fan? Yes, I am a Christopher Lambert fan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) I don't know. I I trust 12-year-old David Marshall. We'll we'll go with Christopher Lambert. I don't, but it's it's (laughs) it's too
0: painful to abandon it.
1: uh, Big fan, yeah, Christopher Lambert. Um, I think I first saw him... um, probably as Highlander.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yeah. Which actually is not well, no, to call him Highlander would be correct. Yeah. But to refer to what most people do is refer to all immortals as Highlanders.
0: Oh, is that is, what they
1: do? It, that is not correct at all, yeah, right? I mean, he was the Highlander because he was Scottish.
0: It's like the Frankenstein problem.
1: It's kind of like the Frankenstein yeah. problem. Um But yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Oh, no problem. <laughs> 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 we we're kind of You are maybe the only person that I could do this episode with because I don't know of anyone else who has seen
1: uh, more than one Christopher Lambert film. I've seen so many Christopher (laughs) Lambert films. I have seeked out films in which Christopher Lambert has starred. Uh,
0: It's like when I was a kid, I could talk to people. I could recommend a Christopher Lambert movie and another kid might watch it and be like, yeah, it's pretty cool. These days. Yeah. If I recommend a Christopher Lambert movie, people will never listen to me again.
1: <laughs> I know it's hard to share your love of Christopher Lambert with uh, with people that you aren't sure also love. We're in our you early gotta like test it out. Like <laughs> we're in our early thirties. You, think 30s? you, think about, uh, you yeah. know, Raiden. Did you think he did a good job in that movie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, yeah? what are you asking me? <laughs> like, well, I mean, we're in our early thirties, and so <laughs> people our age that are just average moviegoers. They don't watch these things, yeah. These movies from the nineties that are. Do,
1: do you think we're of the prime Christopher Lambert fan age, or yeah, it in might a be weird a little way. bit older than us. I don't know. I mean, we had rated. I think that was a big pull. Although I, I've definitely been a fan of Highlander.
0: Well, I think from a
1: very young age,
0: it's because his movies are all like rated R. Uh, they got extreme content in them. Yeah. But they're for kids. Yeah. I mean, if you really look at the movies and the way that they're made... I think
1: made, Highlander feels like it, it It should be for, like... For kids. Yeah, 13, well, like, 12. Uh, I mean, that age. As least. a
0: kid, you want to see guys in long coats to carry <laughs> swords around. <laughs> yeah. It's, just in case another immortal <laughs> shows destinies. up and tries to chop their head off. It's
1: weird that there wasn't, like, a, uh action figure line of Highlander. I mean, maybe there was. There was the TV show. If they made enough show, money, they
0: probably would have.
1: It seemed like it was a successful... I mean, franchise, should, in a way. We should way. probably do a
0: box office mojo on Highlander.
1: You I, know, I, I've i always thought, I've, I've said this before, but I, the, I feel like Highlander could be rebooted into, like, a cinematic universe. You have a ton of, like, interesting characters, different, you know, immortals. Yeah you know, they could all... Different looks. Different looks, different feels. Which is key for action
0: figures. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. Or even like separate movies, like the Spaniard could have his own movie. Different swords. They all have different different swords. swords. There's the two Duncan boys. They could be like, you know, competing.
0: You'd think that they'd figure out a good sword for cutting off heads and they'd all have that sword, but they all got their own sword. They all have
1: their own (laughs) sword. Some of them use katana blades. Um,
0: Yeah. Which... It was
1: weird actually because the titular highlander yeah uh i feel like he at one point was using a katana blade
0: no he carries around a katana
1: right which is a little strange for which his which was given character. to him by a spaniard yeah. <laughs> played yeah. by sean
0: connery yeah he was
1: <laughs> which is just uh, he bizarre. was actually no i don't think he was a spaniard he was um he was like brazilian by way of spain or something like that portuguese by way of spain by it was way a, of scotland it was a very strange uh, <laughs> casting uh,
0: choice. Yeah, casting but you, choice. But then again, and just description you had to of that Sean character. Connery in there once he becomes available.
1: Yeah, he and was he, he was great too. He really helps that. Oh yeah, it yeah. might be my favorite Sean Connery role. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> and uh, the guy who plays the the bad guy, super famous actor. Uh, uh, oh, what's that Cla- guy's Clancy name? Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. So good. He's always good in everything. What, what's the bad guy's character's name? Uh, Krugen. Yeah, Krugen. Like. Yeah. Krugan. Yeah. Something he, like epically evil. Yeah, they, like
0: they met on the battlefield hundreds of years ago in like a medieval battle, and now he's like, what's his aesthetic now? Like in, in present day 1980s, it's, it's he's kind like of like a punk, punk
1: rock. Yeah,
0: like he's like a six foot yeah. seven. The punk scene guy. where he's
1: putting together his sword in that church, and like the priest is like crossing himself and yeah. sweating as he. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want that guy in your church. He looks like he's up to no good.
1: He was up to no well, good. Well, there,
0: there. You know, there's a director's cut. I mean, have you seen both cuts? I've movie? seen
1: both cuts of the movie. Yeah, the I've directors. also seen both cuts of the sequel, <laughs> Highlander 2, The Quicker. You may of. be a bigger <laughs> Highlander fan than I am. I I was I watched the series um, as a kid. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, and then uh, I think I had not seen the, the first movie before I had watched the series. Well, it
0: was back, back in the day when, like, it was the next best thing to watching the movie
1: yeah and it was really it was weirdly like syndicated i remember they used to play like three episodes in a row in the mornings
0: um after school i think like after when we were like in middle school we yeah. would get home and then about an hour later it would come on usa or something
1: yeah do you remember uh a little off topic but the kung fu sequel series in which David Carradine played, like, the master. No. And he was training. I think it was David Carradine reprising his role, but he was training, like, a young guy. It felt very, like. Oh, okay, okay. I think it's called The confused. Legend Continues. I thought you were
0: saying it was a sequel series to Highlander with no, David Carradine. No, no, Carradine.
1: It was a sequel series no, to the I do Kung remember Fu that. series. Yeah, I
0: remember that. It's, like, yeah. modern day. And yes. Yeah, I remember that. I love that show. I, I kind of liked it, too, I think. I didn't see a whole lot of episodes, but I remember seeing it being like, oh.
1: It was a weird genre. I think Highlander kind of fell into that genre too. That show with Lorenzo Lamas, Renegade. Yeah, Renegade was sort of like that too. It was like a martial arts. It was martial arts. Like it was like day. always like traveling. <laughs> it was yeah, always they, in, it was very episodic, where like every episode would be like, "There's a new gang you have to fight." You know.
0: Was there ever a Renegade movie?
1: I don't believe they so. kicked
0: off the series because I remember. I mean, maybe I, in the video if, store, so, I never saw. There was a Renegade VHS tape. In like the video rental store. Was
1: it Lorenzo Lamas? Do you remember? Yeah, and really? so.
0: But nowadays, I'm wondering if it was just like the pilot because yeah. they will do that or
1: something like that. Yeah, or like a, a special that yeah. aired at the end of the season or but, something. But but Highlander belongs
0: in this world. You know, yes. Of, of, of kind of like. But
1: uh, my my point my earlier point was that I do feel like it, more than a lot of other things that it has. It has such a strong sort of storyline. Yeah. Uh, that I feel like it could be rebooted very successfully today with like a series of movies. Well,
0: yeah, it's, it's fantasy.
1: Yeah, it's fantasy. Yeah, that's it's big right it's now. got yeah. cool sci-fi. It mm-hmm. it feels very rock and roll. You know, the Queen soundtrack obviously yeah. kind of helps with that. But style. you could do that. You could yeah. get that style again. There's nothing really in that wheelhouse that's current. That's yeah. like rock and roll fantasy. That like sort of metal feel to yeah. it.
0: It would have a built-in fan base because there are like a. There are a lot of Highlander fans. For sure. Much more it, Highlander it, fans than Christopher Lambert fans.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it does, have that, um, it, it does have that sort of just people are aware of it, too. If yeah. you said you're making a Highlander series, people would be like, Oh, there could oh be I know one. what yeah. that is. But yeah. even if they don't really. You know, yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about uh, the movie that we actually yeah. said that we were going to talk yeah. about, not yeah. Highlander? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: So, the movie that I picked for us to talk about, because I think I might like it maybe the most out of his filmography, uh, Fortress.
1: Yes. I love Fortress.
0: I really I like Fortress.
1: Weirdly, I don't think I saw that. As, I think you recommended that to me <laughs> uh, a little bit later. I think I bought it on DVD yeah. the first time I saw it. So, uh-huh. it had to have been like late 90s, early 2000s. I
0: saw it on TV when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. and. I'd seen the cover at, like, I don't know, Hollywood Video or Blockbuster, or whatever it was in the day, and um, so it came on TV, and it was this, it's about, Christopher Lambert plays a guy, in the future, it is illegal to have more than yes. one child. Yeah,
1: I remember that clearly, they're trying to smuggle in his, like, pregnant wife across wife the border. Is, yeah,
0: his wife is pregnant, and they're trying to get through the border, and, uh, they they figure out what's going on she's hiding her pregnancy with like a bulletproof vest or so they're trying they get caught trying to smuggle his pregnant wife across the border and both of them are sent to the same maximum security prison like it's funny but you you would think that this would this kind of violation would be i don't know a misdemeanor yeah if if we were really going to enforce this at all but or like
1: uh, to be Kind of crass, like a forced abortion and then carry on.
0: Well, that's one of the interesting (laughs) things about the movie. Abortion's illegal. Yeah. (laughs) These people are so terrible that they will send you to prison for 30 years if you impregnate your wife. You accidentally get pregnant. (laughs) A second time. But abortion is a no no. and so anyway he the, the, it's, it's just a catalyst to get him into this weird right. crazy it is prison.
1: A, it's like a prison it's a future prison escape a, movie
0: yeah it's a prison escape movie which i've i think i'm realizing more and more that i'm kind of a sucker for these yeah
1: like there's so I like much them fun. too and there there's not a lot of them and i do enjoy especially when there's like that sci-fi element to it like uh, yeah yeah there's that one with uh guy Pierce that came out a few oh, years ago, or lockup, lockup, where he's getting the yeah. uh, president's daughter out. Not a good movie, but I enjoyed it immensely. I enjoyed
0: Guy <laughs> Pierce. Yeah, in he it. was
1: he was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, and and so like this movie, the 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 prison is weird in its construction. Like it's like built vertically. Yes. Like, it,
1: and it's it, weirdly <laughs> like filled with booby traps. <laughs> it's got
0: bizarre booby traps. Like it's got instead of bars, lasers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you can't even see them, but they'll fry you if you walk into them.
1: It's been a while. Is this does do they have that thing that I feel like a lot of sci-fi movies have where? Uh sci-fi prison movies have where if you step beyond a yellow line yes
0: they they like what in the when they first put him in the prison they like they make him they force feed him a device called an intestinator
1: intestinator and, what a great name yeah. the intestinator <laughs> and so uh
0: if he steps out of certain zones first it'll send you know unrelenting waves of pain through his intestines i guess But if he crosses a red line, it'll just explode his stomach right out, like a a grapefruit out of his stomach and kill him. So that's, like, the big thing. That's the big, like, wow, how do you escape from this? Like, they got something inside of you that'll kill you if you go anywhere they don't want you to go. Right. That's a pretty good idea, actually.
1: It's solid. It's solid. It's solid, especially for early 90s. This was, um, it felt very of its time, too, in that sci-fi way. I don't know if it was a hit at all, it's got a. I don't think it was bad rating on IMDb. But does it? Yeah, like a 5.9. 5. 5. I always felt like it
0: was pretty well directed, actually.
1: And I think that Christopher Lambert does a very good job in it. I he's, think he is fun to watch, if nothing else.
0: Well, I think he's a good actor. Yeah, I think we think he's a bad actor because, because of his voice and stuff. Well,
1: he's like, kind of got the Keanu Reeves thing going on, where he's like fantastic. Until you see him, like you know, try to act like he's proper or something, it just seems silly.
0: Well, I think the problem is the 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 writing of his films, and be, like, it's kind of the problem with some Schwarzenegger films. Yeah, we are not going to address this accent right ever. Right, and he's just named John. Right. Yeah, and right. we got no like. There's a scene in Escape Plan with uh, which is weirdly another Prison type of this movie. type of movie where. <laughs> Schwarzenegger speaks German, and you know, we know he's a German guy. Right, and you're like, "Wow, that totally that changed. never happens." That, in he's Annie's like, "Now he's movie. a good actor."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and so, if maybe Look, if we, it,
1: it doesn't take much to just be like, when I was a kid in Lithuania, yeah, well, back <laughs> it in would Brussels, explain everything. Yeah. It
0: would just crystallize why he's right. who he is. Yeah. But for some reason, we never do that with Christopher Lambert. He's just yeah. a guy named John. Right. never referenced where he's from or anything. Right. And so we kind of feel like that's a flaw.
1: I think that was a thing in, in that time era, too. Like, they yep. liked their weird, accented, uh, you know, foreign actors, mm-hmm. but they were like, never talk about it. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's a little bit less sort of in your face with somebody like Sean Connery or something like that, because you can just be like, oh, he's Scottish. Yeah. You know, but they didn't do it with him either back then. They were just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he just has an accent and he's just this guy who happens to be robbing a bank, you know?
0: Uh, yeah, it makes – it's not a good move to
1: it's do It's not a good move because it, it – especially when the characters are, like, married or, you know – you know whatever they, they try to make them look like they are like this all-American family. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And you're like, "Well, Pretty how much. did you guys meet? <laughs> when, like, when where did are you come from? to this Boston? country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you become a police officer in the I'm, Boston I'm Police Force? I'm Detective John Kimball." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, so I I think he is a good actor in I, I in terms so. of like rendering emotions and things like that.
1: Yeah, he's he's had I his, buy it. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think, but I feel like he's had a few good emotional you know, scenes and, and, and things. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Highlander's got its moments. I think Fortress does too.
0: Well, there's a scene in Fortress when I, I watched it again recently to, to prepare. And um, there's a scene where when he figures out his wife is in the same prison that he's in, Yeah, he's about to get, be killed, or we think he's about to be killed or we're led to believe that. And his wife calls out his name from like, I don't know, 20 stories above. And he realizes she's there. And he has this look on his face that's kind of like happy and scared at the same time. Right. And he pulls it off. Yeah. That's not a bad actor tr- characteristic. Like complex emotions are not, you know, he's a- able to do that. Right. And so I think he's weird a good choice
1: actor. to put them in the same prison, by the way.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Not There's a little <laughs>
0: contrived stuff going on in this movie. But uh, it, we really just want an excuse to see him escape from a high tech prison.
1: But it's weird because this was a. Uh, I mean I guess it was pretty early on in his career but by by the mid 90s yeah he started getting sort of typecast as like a weird like B movie action star
0: he's the action guy
1: which is doesn't really fit his his look uh,
0: his look is he's got a weird look
1: he's got kind of a leading man well he, like a crazy he's got a man leading market.
0: man like his physique <laughs> he's like m- m- kind of muscular but not like overly muscular he's kind of like just medium guy
1: yeah actually he'd probably be better used as like the crazy scientist character or, or something he looks like, like, that. like
0: thomas jane
1: yeah he does look he's a got a like thomas, thomas Jan- jane like
0: which is kind of like an everyman
1: type thing. but it's it's his persona that really feels uh kind of manic and scattered i think in a way i but, think he lends himself to being a little bit crazy uh you mentioned Mean Guns earlier. Yeah. Like, that character feels very appropriate for his look, his voice. I really you know like him I mean? in Mean
0: Yeah, he's got, like, bleached blonde hair. Yeah, he's, like, like,
1: really out there. He's, he's st- out of
0: place in that movie. Yeah. And it fits. Yes. Mean Guns Like, he should have been
1: almost more of, like, a uh, Bruce Campbell type, you know, just, like, over-the-top movies.
0: Yeah, if you played, like, European characters yeah. that were <laughs> crazy... That were crazy. Like, he, that would be right on the money. Yeah, because he does have sort of a—he uh, does
1: villains real well in general. Um, he's got
0: a—he's got kind of a sinister quality to his yeah.
1: voice, yeah, and his look. Like yeah. he's got crazy eyes, yeah, for sure. But
0: in in Fortress, he plays like just in like what I would think of as like a patriot, you know, like <laughs> <Yeah>. an all-American <laughs> like guy, a good guy, like a disillusioned just wants patriot. To save his wife, <laughs> yeah, he's just a good guy, <laughs> and I think he pulls it off. But I think the best part about Fortress is though we have all these contrived things going on, right. The mechanics of the escape and the surreal tone of the movie are so much fun.
1: Yes. And I think that's where that movie shines is once they get into like, we are planning an escape. There's a lot of steps to it. Yeah. Um, and that the guy who plays the warden is, is Kurtwood f- Smith. Yes, fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> Red Red Foreman from that 70s. And yeah. he's a
0: bizarre character.
1: He is a bizarre character.
0: He is this warden that gets this weird because he's uh, kind of like a cyborg type dude. Yeah, like they, he's been modified. <laughs> this is what happens to your babies when you have too many babies. They take them and they turn them into these.
1: Right, there's that reveal yeah. where he sends out a few weird, like mutated baby. Yeah. clones, and
0: and he's one of he was the, one of the first. Yeah, he says.
1: Although the other ones seemed like they were they
0: were like lobotomized unintelligent.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he he's, got, he's, know,
0: he's intelligent. <laughs> he's kind of like a trustee of some kind, right? But he uh, he he's got this sort of like sexual drive <laughs> that he can't. <laughs> 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 it, it really is a bizarre role. <laughs> he can't physically do anything about. it. He's not potent as a human being, right. and so he just likes to watch erotic <laughs> dreams.
1: <laughs> that's a nice addition. Saying to this it movie. out loud
0: <laughs> is more bizarre than when you watch it. He that that's what he does. He sits up in his little cave and waits for prisoners to have erotic dreams and watches them. And mm-hmm. even though the main computer to the prison keeps on telling him to knock it off, <laughs> the 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 computer's like. This is, this is, you're going a little far. Like, <laughs> you're watching this too long. I think you're enjoying this. And he's like, shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: shut up. Mind your own business.
1: <laughs> Mind your own business, computer.
0: Anyway, so, but yeah, he's a weird character, but he, a great actor, great actor. He was the bad
1: guy in RoboCop. Yes. And All he's right, he's just he's a great that. actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. He, um, or uh, there's other Characters in the movie, too. I, I remember like yeah. cellmates, yeah, that uh do die, I think. Well, throughout the movie, right? Like, oh God, there are some good casualties. I
0: can't believe I can't remember his cellmates' names, they're all established actors. Like, yeah, uh, all right, them. so one of them is the main actor from Reanimator. Um, he plays the crazy scientist from Reanimator and Bride of Reanimator. And he's really, he, he plays in Fortress the guy, the intelligent guy that knows explosives, the guy with the kind of uh, long hair. Jeff,
1: Jeffrey Combs Jeffrey is the Combs. actor's name.
0: Yeah, and he's great. D Day is
1: his character's name, which <laughs> is fantastic. He,
0: he plays a like borderline psychotic but really lovable Explosive is expert.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he knows things about the Intestinator, right? Well, he... He, he hacks it somehow or well, something?
0: Well, they... Uh, he figures out how to get the Intestinator out of them. Right. Which is actually a really dumb <laughs> explanation for how to do this. Once they get... Because Christopher Lambert has this really great fight scene with, like, the, the baddest guy in prison, the, the rapist of the prison... Like, he has this big extended fight scene, which results in this guy who's on death row being executed. And so this huge gun blows his midsection out. And so <laughs> Lambert grabs the intestinator, which is just lying on the ground. <laughs> and I guess the uh, warden isn't interested in what happened to it. <laughs> anyway, he grabs it, takes it back to his cell, and this explosives expert is like... D-Day. Yeah, D-Day is going to... He, he he gets really excited like that he gets to take this thing apart and analyze it. And he realizes it's magnetic.
1: Mm, that's right. And they use a magnet to pull <laughs> it up through so, their throats.
0: Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, it's not attached to, or lodged anywhere. Right. Like, does he
1: create the mag? Does he build the magnet, or did they? He just... uses
0: just the original intestinator uh, as a magnet for nice. the other
1: intestinators and pulls them, and up, he pulls through them their...
0: up through. Which is a really, at least to their credit, they make it look like a really painful process. Yeah. Like they start like vomiting. And it looks
1: like, a little like the. Um, Red ball up the nose thing in uh, yeah Total Recall.
0: We, which this movie kind of shares a similar tone to Total Recall. It does, yeah, for like sure. A, like like a surreal, not, maybe
1: not as smart as Total Recall. Total Recall has like a really interesting yeah. philosophical it's sort of angle by thing. It's Philip K.
0: Dick. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's got that sort of tone where things are kind of funny, but it doesn't make the story not serious. Right. Which I like
1: that. I like that too. It's
0: hard. It's hard to do that. It's a.
1: It was a thing. For a while, I
0: think. At, at yeah, that time. Uh, well, Paul Verhoeven did this a lot. Like yes, RoboCop you for know? sure. Yeah, but uh, so yes. uh,
1: do you think these movies were kind of trying to sort of emulate Verhoeven? I think. So,
0: I, think so, I don't. Yeah, I think I mean, so. It, I think it, it does feel
1: you're, you. You got it right. That it does feel sort of like it like is it's in that universe. Yeah,
0: I, I think that. Uh, yeah, it came out after those two.
1: Right, and so I'm RoboCop sure it was
0: influenced at least at, at the well, the genre and the tone. Yeah. yeah. You could put that, that would be a good double feature, like the B movie side right. to a double feature featuring any one of those movies. Right,
1: to flip it over and, and yeah. watch Fortress, which it really is. It's it's another thing. I think Christopher Lambert often is kind of looked at like a little bit of a joke, and it's sort of sad because there are great movies. I mean, Fortress is a good movie. Fort- it's a lot of fun. People who love things like Total Recall or, or RoboCop or, or even yeah. a lot of action movies, sci-fi action movies at a time, yeah, should like fortress but so many of them haven't seen it it's
0: one of those movies that is clear it's not trying to be lawrence of arabia or anything like that right and for whatever reason people jump on these kinds of movies and i don't know what it has on rotten tomatoes probably something like a 20 or 30 percent right because people don't know how to feel about a movie that is silly but still wants you to take the story dramatically sure serious sure I think it's but interesting.
1: But it's almost like if you think, like, if, um, I don't know, like, maybe if Total Recall starred Christopher Lambert instead of uh, Arnold. Arnold, would it kind of have the same reception as Fortress does? Yeah. You know, would it have sort of fallen into obscurity, too?
0: Arnold people definitely would approve of arnold more in anything especially he was like at the height of his fame
1: right i mean obviously i think if arnold was in fortress fortress yeah. would be a more and, popular movie
0: and we know why his his muscles at that time were <laughs> unlike any other actor
1: got everybody wet
0: you can't, <laughs> yeah i mean you can't find any actor that can like have a screen presence with those muscles
1: he was he was i mean obviously uh, the physique, but he was also... It, that dude is fun to watch. He's got a good screen presence. On screen, yes, yeah. which goes a long way. And
0: Lambert's got screen presence, but he doesn't have any other distinguishing trait.
1: And he's a little weird. I mean, that's that's he the doesn't truth of it. Look he's look
0: classically handsome.
1: N- no, and I think... I think, like, we were kind of getting onto it earlier. I do think he's a little miscast Yeah, in a lot of things. They don't cast him well. Yeah, they they try to put him in like that, like... Like the Everyman, yeah. The Everyman, he's not an Everyman, he's he's kind of crazy looking, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the hunted, yeah, which is another good one,
1: it is a good one.
0: Uh, but I think he plays an American businessman, right? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, he, he, I think the zanier they make his character, the more it comes off, yeah. And Fortress, what for whatever reason, didn't tune into that, but I think it's better directed than most of his other movies,
1: sure. I agree. Yeah. I mean Mean Guns is a not a good movie honestly. It's it's really cheesy and it's it's stylized in a weird way. Yeah. But he in that role it feels so much more fitting. It's fun. Yeah. And he really they really embrace Christopher Lambert. I think it's a little bit later when he was already kind of like being more of like that weird guy. Yeah. Like 2000-ish.
0: He's kind of an anti-hero in that. Yeah. Way.
1: And yeah, that, I mean, it he's works not a better.
0: good guy in that movie. No, nobody <laughs> is. I, I'm actually kind of, I'm a fan of Mean Guns. I am too, but
1: I, I, where I could, I feel like I could defend Fortress and be like, no, it's really a good movie. I don't know if I could do that with Mean Guns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mean Guns, uh, all I'll say about Mean Guns is that it does its own thing.
1: Yeah, for, for the listeners who don't, who are unaffiliated, uh, Mean Guns is a movie <laughs> in which I don't know, like a billionaire or was it the government? They, they put a bunch of criminals. No, it's a, it's a, like a
0: high-level gangster. Oh, it's ice tea. It's ice tea. Tea. that's yeah. right.
1: Ice-T puts a bunch of uh, criminals and gangsters who I guess have done the syndicate, actually, I'm remembering yeah, now. They've, they've done the syndicate, which is like the crime They're somehow connected wrong. to the syndicate. Yeah, and they've, they've pissed them off somehow. Or they're so witnesses. He, yeah. So he puts them all in a prison, locks the doors, and then dumps a bunch of guns and swords and baseball bats in there and says, Yeah. All of you guys kill each other. It's
0: like and a battle royale. They,
1: they do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the setup. That's the payoff. And
1: Christopher uh, uh, Lambert plays probably the craziest. The dan-
0: most dangerous one in yeah. there. Um, and yeah, and he, he fights he's good with in
1: like it. a sword and a baseball bat for most of the movie. Well, I, he does, I
0: don't think he has a sword, but he wields his baseball bat. Like it's a sword, <laughs> like he did the sword in Highlander.
1: I remember there is a fight scene where he is using that baseball bat, and it looks like Highlander. He's like he does
0: that little kind of baton twirl thing yeah. that he does with the sword, but he does it with the bat. With the bat, yeah. He's probably done it a million times. Uh, so
1: are you feeling good? Did we cover everything from Fortress? You want to cover? You you did mention the director was um, somebody, uh,
0: Stuart Fortress? Gordon. Stuart director Gordon. of Reanimator. Ah, uh, director of From Beyond.
1: Interesting.
0: Like he's a those good are director. cult
1: classic movies. Yeah, you, think, and you yeah. think people would be on board with it? The only
0: comes. reason I can see is Christopher Lambert is why people
1: just aren't on board with him. <laughs> <the eye. laughs>
0: One more thing I'll point out though is the rest of the the cell the the cast. Um, so there's the young Hispanic guy who, uh, if you've seen Triple Nine recently, no, um, you remember. Rules of Attraction with James yes. Vanderbeek. You remember the drug dealer that's threatening in the whole yes, movie? Yes, I That's agree. the guy.
1: Ah, I can't remember his in name. He's
0: He's the young Hispanic guy.
1: That's that, amazing. Yeah,
0: and uh, the other guy, the, the like the bully of the cell, the guy with the shaved head, is the guy that plays Otis on Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer.
1: That is fascinating. Yeah. So some successful actors in there. Well,
0: they're they're good actors. Who played
1: his wife? Was she? Anybody? Yeah, she,
0: I don't know her name and she did not do a good job. <laughs> I don't, she, <laughs> nobody needs to know her name.
1: <laughs> uh, that's great. So I guess this ends the uh, first episode of um, right. the Christopher Lambert podcast.
0: Yeah, we'll see how, how people like it.
1: Okay, and we'll be right back to uh, inceptually come out of this podcast and into our uh, Let's Make a Podcast with Mama T. Joma podcast in just a moment. All right. All right. Well, I want to thank our guest, David Marsh for coming by today. That was a lot of fun, man. I think, uh,
0: I, yeah, I mean I, it's it's kind of a wild idea, but it was fun to to. It was fun to, to do. Walk out. If,
1: if you want to do another episode, please come back and do it right here. Anytime, or anytime. we could discuss. I got tons
0: of ideas, tons <laughs> more movies,
1: or you could bring in a new idea. But yeah, I want to thank you for coming in. I want to thank our listeners for listening to this first ever episode. Uh, I really just love podcasts and I love doing this. Um, if you enjoyed it, please like and subscribe and share this to all your friends uh, on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, just to get us uh, get us going be a uh, big help uh, thank you guys so much for listening and thank you David have a thank you great evening day night whenever mm. bye everybody I love
0: you